A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. You are listening to the Game Changers Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Game Changers. I have a solo episode for you today, and I'm honestly really excited about it. So I'm just feeling so much electric energy running through me right now because as I record this episode, I just finished day one of this live free training that I'm recording in a new challenge I created called Born to be Seen. So Born to be Seen is a challenge that is all about showing up confidently online to get the exposure that you need so that you can build the business of your dreams. You know, I've been saying for a long time, if people don't know who you are, they cannot buy from you. But I know a big part of the reason why so many people don't put themselves out there is because they lack in confidence or they procrastinate because of fear. And so what I really wanted to do was just create a fun, free challenge, teaching everything I know about breaking through confidence barriers and really positioning yourself as a leader online. You know, one of the biggest things that I struggled with on my own journey is imposter syndrome. The big reason why my first business, my social media marketing agency didn't actually work was because I didn't have the confidence to put myself out there. So of course, you know, in many cases, our biggest purpose is born from our own pain. And because I had so many issues with confidence and just putting myself out there as a leader in a particular niche, that is now a big part of why I teach what I teach. But also, I'm just really passionate about helping you to become known because I just want you to be basically famous in your niche. I want you to be like the go-to leader expert in your niche. Um, But anyway, so I'm feeling a little electric from that. I love doing live trainings. I absolutely love showing up for my community and doing things in a live group element. Um, But if you are listening to this episode, it means it's Thursday, which means the challenge has just ended. So I do apologize, but don't worry. I, of course, will be recording and doing lots of live challenges in the future. I love live challenges. So just hang out with me on Instagram. I go live every week there anyway. But anyway, the reason why I wanted to tell you that I was doing that training is because a big part of the reason why I'm doing this training is actually the same reason why I am recording this podcast episode today. So let me take you back to a couple of weeks ago. No, actually, maybe it was longer than that. It it feels like maybe it was about a month ago. I don't know if you know this, but I am somewhat of a research nerd. So back when I was doing my business degree, one of my favorite subjects was research. Like there was just something about the collection of data, the connection and analysis of data that just got me so excited. I don't know why, but the formation of patterns of information, there's something that's beautifully artistic about that. And this is honestly like a weird passion that I followed throughout my entire career. 
here. And I mean, it's not a weird passion to have because it really has helped me to gain the success that I have online because I'm so interested in finding patterns and utilizing them in my marketing strategy or my sales strategy. And so One of the research exercises that I was doing recently was I sat down and I wanted to make a list and then analyze the trends between all of my most successful six-figure clients and friends. So I've been lucky enough to help quite a few people now to reach a six-figure business, but then also because you know one of my number one values is connection, I have a lot of online friends and I have access to their mindset, I guess, because we have conversations about their business. So not only with my clients, but then also with my friends, I really feel like I have a deep perspective on some of the things that they have done to build a six-figure business. You know, a lot of the times when we are wanting to leave our jobs and wanting to build an online business, one of those first goals that we are striving towards is reaching the $100,000 mark. And I know that for sure was the case for me, even though I have well exceeded that now, it was definitely one of those first goals that I had in my business. And so being that, being that that's such a common goal, one of the things that I wanted to do was sit down and think about what is it exactly that six-figure entrepreneurs do that other entrepreneurs don't? Or what is it that actually helped my six-figure clients and friends progress to where they are today? And how can I take that information and utilize it to create a lot more results for my community and my other clients and students? And so what I actually did was I sat down and I created this list, purely just going through and thinking about each person individually, who, as I said, is a client or a friend who had reached six figures. Now, why I didn't want to just do other people, you know, people that I followed online was because I really wanted to have some type of personal connection with this person because, you know, quite often we have a look at other people online and we assume that what they're doing is the reason why they have the success that they have. You know, maybe somebody would look at someone who has a podcast and be like, the reason why they have a six-figure business is because of a podcast, but maybe actually they're going and doing a lot of uh, live pitching or going to live events and that's part of the reason. You, You really don't know why someone has the success that they have until you have a conversation with them and they discuss their strategies with you. And so that's why I refrained from just choosing people, even if I've like, you know, interviewed them on the podcast or I had some connection with them. I more so just wanted to have a think about those people who had had deep and meaningful personal connections with. So I could truly know what those things were that had ultimately contributed to their success. So anyway, I sat down and I created this list. And then of course, I went into my full research mode and I started analyzing the data that I had collected. So when I say analyzing the data, the thing that I'm really looking for is patterns and trends. You know, when you're doing any type of research, it's not about the collective data. It's not about taking every single individual piece of information and implementing a strategy around that. It's actually creating some type of parameters before for your research. So for me, the parameters were what are the actions that this person had taken, the mindset shifts that they had had. So those were the those were the pieces of information that I was actually looking for. And then amongst those parameters and the list that I had made, I was trying to analyze trends because, you know, one person may have done something and it may have been quote unquote some type of fluke. But ultimately when you see a regular 
regular pattern and a regular trend amongst multiple different people, that's when you know that you possibly have a strategy for success. I'm actually watching a TV show at the moment called Mindhunter. It's incredible. It's such a good show. It's on Netflix. I love it. And oh my gosh, the guy in there, Holden, he is so good looking. If you ever watched Suits with Harvey and Mike, he's like, a combination of them too. Anyway, totally random, but it's just eye candy plus a really good series. And what they're actually doing is they're conducting a series of interviews of serial killers. And what they're trying to do is analyze what are the common patterns, behavioral patterns, uh, psychological patterns, sexual patterns of these serial killers so that they can ultimately use that in their strategies to get ahead of the game in future. So that's just an example of another research-based strategy. So for me, Obviously, I'm taking this list and I am analyzing the most common things. Now, the reason why I actually started doing this list is because I have felt very called for a long time to create some type of course around exposure. So around personal branding, you know that if you've been following me for a while, I have very much been shifting slowly, shifting my business towards like personal branding, exposure, visibility, audience growth. I absolutely love teaching online business and like finding your niche and all of this stuff. But honestly, where my true passion lies is helping entrepreneurs to become known. I know the reason why I have the success that I have is because of my YouTube channel, because I have been consistently creating content and ultimately become known on YouTube as someone who talks about mindset and entrepreneurship. And that has helped me to consistently sign clients and sell out my programs and build the business that I have. So that is a big part of what I'm passionate about. And I have been kind of called to creating a course around this, but I really wanted to make sure that this was a heavy research-based course. And it wasn't just based on my own personal experience, but I really wanted to take the things that my most successful clients had done and packaged those up into a step-by-step process for everyone who actually takes that course. And little side note, yes, this course is now available. And yes, that is a big part of why I'm recording this episode. But I will talk about the course in just a little while. So anyway, that is such a long random introduction. Basically, what I wanted to let you know was why I'm recording this episode today. And what this episode is all about is really giving you one of, well, there's more, but what I've written down is the one, two, three, four, five, six main trends that I found from this data collection process. So ultimately, I'm calling this the six secrets of my six figure friends, because what I'm going to be sharing with you today is the six core things that I have noticed were a trend amongst all of the people that I did my research on so that you can take these strategies and make sure that you are checking these off in your own business, because maybe you don't have to do all of them, but if you don't have the majority of these strategies, that might be a big part of the reason why you're struggling to become known and struggling to sign clients. And what I do want to say is these are just six strategies, but there are so many more. And if you did want to go in depth with these strategies, this is exactly what I am teaching in my new program, In Demand. So In Demand is a course designed to help you with marketing and branding positioning to help you get in front of your dream clients so that you can sell them the stuff that they need. If people don't know who you are, they simply can't buy from you. You might have the best course in the world. You might have the best sales page in the world, and you may have the biggest heart and 
and really want to help people. But ultimately, if you have no foot traffic, if you have no one in your audience, it's going to be really hard to sell anyone's stuff. At the end of the day, a lot of what business is, is math. There's a certain conversion rate of which most people are able to sell at. Depending on your niche, it may be higher or lower. Depending on your sales skills, it might be higher or lower. Depending on your messaging, which of course we talk about in demand as well, it may be higher or lower, but ultimately there is a certain conversion rate. And for most people, when they start it out, it's about one to 3%. If you don't have, you know, 33 people in your audience, it's going to be really hard for you to make one sale. And then it multiplies from there. It is just math at the end of the day. The more ideal clients that you're selling to, the easier it's going to be for you to make sales. So it all starts with positioning. It all starts with exposure. It all starts with growing an audience full of ideal clients and selling them stuff that they actually need. And what I really want to help you do is the former. I really, really, really want to help you to position yourself online as a leader, to build your personal brand, to become known in your industry so that all of this sales stuff is 10,000 times easier for you. You don't have to go out there and hustle so like Gary Vaynerchuk, in order to sell people stuff, you've just got to get known. You've just got to become a person in your industry and which people think is the go-to person. And that is ultimately what In Demand is going to be about, helping you to position yourself as a leader for those ideal clients. So In Demand is now open for enrollment and it is really exciting because In Demand, the first round that I'm actually hosting in 2019 is going to be progressing throughout 2020. So I really want to create this into a signature style course because I so believe in the power of this information. However, I am going to be doing essentially a beta round for this time, which means that the price of the program is literally 50% off. So 50% off what the full price is going to be when we relaunch this in 2020, as well as the fact is that you will have the ability to help me create the information. And what I mean by that is I already have so many epic modules in there and so much amazing information, but with your feedback, because of you being a part of this first live round, you are going to have the ability to provide me feedback for where I take this course, which ultimately means it's going to be even more valuable and even more personal. And plus, like I just said, you get it at 50% off what it is going to be relaunched at when we launch it properly next year. So this is just a small beta launch. So spaces, of course, are limited. But if you are interested, then please do check out the information in the description. All right, longest intro in the history of the world. But let's jump into these six things that I have identified to be secrets of six-figure entrepreneurs. Now, the first one is that you have to have a niche and master it. Now, before you angrily turn this podcast off and say, Erin, I know, I ask you, do you actually know? Because you might have heard that having a niche is important, but what you probably haven't done is actually narrowed down yours. So many people are still operating in the overly, overly generalized area of their niche and are wondering why nobody is seeing them as an expert. If you really want to become known for something and you are still a general mindset coach or a general marketing coach or a general spiritual coach, you are seriously going to have a hard time standing out from your competition. 
Even at my stage of success, I still have to work to make what I do even more specific. There is a thousand and one business coaches online who do a very similar thing to me. And that is why even at this stage, I am still trying to refine my message and narrow down the specific thing that I am becoming known for. And of course, for me, it's that personal branding and exposure element. And for me, yeah, it has taken a little bit of time, but what I know for sure over looking at my most successful clients and friends is that they have a specific niche. Some of them deal with money manifestation. Some of them deal with side hustlers. Some of them deal with perfectionism as a part of the personal development mindset. Some of them deal with just Instagram. Some of them deal with literally just converting customers into, sorry, converting followers into clients. Like there is a very specific part of the niche that they have narrowed down to. And ultimately, that helps them to become known online. And not only have they chosen a specific niche, but they have chosen to master it. So they are not just skirting by with the basic of knowledge. They are going deep with all of the different elements of this niche, and they are becoming leaders because they know, you know, for example, one of my clients who is her niche is ultimately Instagram. She knew when the algorithm changed. She knew when there was that thing where everyone was losing all their story views because she was ahead of the game because she has mastered her niche. Don't just choose something and expect that just because you say you're specific in one area, but then are still talking very generally around that particular market, that it is going to work from you. No, you have to go full force in with the niche that you choose and that niche needs to be specific. I know it's scary. I know it feels like you're leaving money on the table to go that specific or that you're leaving ulterior passions behind. But honestly, if you are serious about building business, you've got to have the courage to just say, screw it. I'm going to go with this thing. Here's the thing. As your authority grows, you can expand out your niche. But in the beginning, when nobody knows who you are and nobody cares who you are, you have to become known for one thing. Now, one of the ways in which I help people to figure this out for themselves is with a simple. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Simple question. If somebody was going to interview you on their podcast, what would be the title that they gave you? Is it going to be personal branding expert? Is it going to be Instagram expert? Is it going to be NLP practitioner? Like what is that thing that they are specifically going to tell their audience that you are an expert in? If you don't know that, nor will your audience and you are going to find it extremely difficult to stand out from everybody else. And standing out is of course a big part of exposure. Now, the second thing, and I will say that this was something that was not only a trend amongst most of the people that I researched, it was a trend amongst all of them. And that is they showed up daily. 
Now, I know for a lot of you, this is going to be like, uh, I don't want to burn out. I don't want to overcomplicate it. I don't want to be like showing up daily. Oh my God, I need my rest. Ariana Huffington said I could like rest and all of this stuff. And I get it. I am absolutely not asking you to create a full feature length video every single day of your life. However, I know for sure that for at least 90% of the time, those people who had the success that you are craving showed up regularly AF. Now, this could be as simple as sharing a quote of somebody else's on their Instagram story. But I know for sure that it was very unlikely that if I went to their profile, their little purple and yellow ring around their display picture was not full, meaning that they never not had an Instagram story or they were posting regularly on their podcast, YouTube channel, Facebook pages, they were showing up in their group because you know why? Those people had decided that it is inevitable that they're going to create success. And so they integrated the practice of moving towards that success to be a part of their life. Not a second thought that, oh, you know, on Wednesday next week, maybe I'll work a little bit on their business. It was their life. And I'm not saying you need to fully obsess to the point of like driving yourself insane, But 20 to 30 minutes a day is so powerful, just showing up. And as I said, maybe one day you're not feeling so hot, you've got your period, you don't want to show up online and be like, hey guys, oh my God, I'm so passionate about this thing. You don't have to be like that every single day, but even the simple act of just sharing a quote or just being there, being at the forefront of people's minds and the forefront of their stories, you know, the more regularly you show up and the more regularly people watch your stories on Instagram, the more regularly you're going to be at the front of the line for them. And therefore, Instagram, anyway, this isn't a podcast about Instagram, but you you get what I'm saying. You know, the more regularly that you show up, the more that you're training that behavior and reinforcing that relationship with your audience. And that is a big part of why they end up buying from you. You know, there is such thing, and I teach a sort of shortened version of this in my group coaching program, Simply Business, but there's such thing as the buyer's journey. And what that is, is actually a decision-making process that someone goes through when they from when they first find you to when they actually decide if they want to work with you. Now, of course, the more regularly you show up, the easier it is going to be to influence that buyer's journey in the positive direction. So the more you show up, the easier it's going to be. Show up daily. Honestly, this is one of the things that, as I said, amongst all the people that I researched was common amongst every single one of them. And especially in the beginning, later on, when you've got hundreds of thousands of people, you know, your audience is more forgiving. But at the end of the day, when again, people don't really know who you are, it is even more important for you to be showing up daily. And it could take you all of three seconds. You know, if it's Monday and you're feeling really tired, maybe you had a big weekend and you're a little bit hungover still because you're 30 and it takes you like three days to recover, hashtag me. But honestly, even if it is just you sharing a quote or A little picture, a boomy of you being like working from bed. You know, whatever it is that you are documenting to prove to your audience that you actually participate in the niche that you've chosen, the smallest thing can make the biggest difference. So the next thing that was pretty common amongst every single person that I was researching, not all of them, I won't say this is as common as the showing up daily in the niche. However, for I would say at least 80% of the people was that they had a recognizable brand. So whether it was just because of the language that they chose to use, the colors that they chose to use, or simply just because they themselves are a pretty recognizable brand, either through their own style or personality. But one thing I know for sure is that they kind of had their own flavor and they really really stuck to it. 
I know that a big part of what separates someone from seeming like they're just a person online with a passion and a business is the storefront. Let's put it that way. You know, if people are looking at your Instagram and you've got like a professional photo, it's not, they don't have to be like professionally done with a photographer, but you know, you've taken the effort to like do your makeup and actually edit them a tiny bit so they look semi-professional. But you know, there's a big difference between someone's profile who looks personal and someone's profile who looks like a business. And if we think back to that buyer's journey that I was just speaking about, as you're trying to build trust with your audience, it is important that they actually see you as a business, not just as a person who's got a passion or a hobby. When you go to those little bits of extra effort to actually dress up your brand, your website, your Instagram, your Facebook, your pictures, to be consistent with one another, to create a brand identity, the easier it is going to be for you to convince people along that buyer's journey. So as I said, one thing I know for sure amongst most of the people, not all of them, but I would say at least 80% of the people is that they had a consistent looking brand. And honestly, the easiest thing that you can do to create this is just choose one freaking color and just try to use it as much as you possibly can across your stories, across your posts, um, across your website, like that, even in and of itself. Like, I mean, there's so many other things that you could do. And that's what I'm teaching in Simply Business, how to actually create a recognizable brand. But the simplest thing that you can do is just choose one color. For example, one of the people that I research, which I will drop their name, um, is actually my sister-in-law, Sam. So a big part, well, there's so many things that she did to become successful, but she had this gorgeous yellow color that she just used everywhere. And it helped to create this consistent feel across everything that she did, even to the point where people started sending her pictures of like yellow doors and yellow dresses because they all associated yellow with this person. And it really fit the brand that she had at that time as well. So making sure that your brand is recognizable and it's not just like random pictures of you all over the internet. There's other things that people can associate with you and with the mission that you are on. Now, the next thing, and this is probably one of those that you will be like, yeah, 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 I get it. And if you don't have the balls, you will probably never do. And honestly, this could make such a big difference. But for so many of the people that I researched, they pursued opportunities. And what I mean by this is they actually went out there and spoke to people. Dun, 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 dun. I know it's scary, but trust me, if you are passively sitting there posting a couple of photos to Instagram and maybe even a YouTube video here and there, waiting for success to come and knocking on your door, you are going to be waiting for a long time. I know that those who are ultra successful have the success that they have because they went out there and they pursued opportunities. Now, whether this was pitching themselves to the media, whether this was entering competitions, whether this was going into Facebook groups and you know, engaging with people, whether this was collaborating, whether this was pitching themselves for features, they went out there and they asked themselves, how can I get myself and my message in front of new audiences? Again, this is something that I will be talking about a lot in In Demand because this is something that is very misunderstood. But I think that a lot of people think it's enough these days to just create a YouTube channel and hope for the best. But honestly, there's 
thousands of other people that are doing that as well. And the ones that are succeeding are the ones that are actually out there going, if I'm going to become known, it's up to me. And they identify opportunities to do that and they just go out there and do it. Yes, it takes balls. Yes, it takes courage. Yes, it takes you possibly being rejected over and over and over and over and over and over again. But honestly, sit back and look at anyone who is ultra successful and they have a story of resilience. If you want to become known, it is your responsibility. You can't just sit there and hope for the best. Absolutely, it happens. I for sure know some people who've put a YouTube video out and gone viral. How many people does it happen to? Probably 0.0000001%. So if you're going to wait around and try to win the lottery, then be my guest. But if you're someone who's a little more impatient and wants to actually create their own success, You've got to go out there and actually do it. Another thing is that these people became unapologetically themselves. And I know you've probably heard this so many times, and I think we're all getting a little bit of sick of the like, be authentic, be yourself quotes, because they, they don't have that much depth to them. But honestly, when it comes to standing out, there's only so many colors, right? And there's only so many niches that you can do. What helps to differentiate you is your relentless yourselfness. Yourselfness is a word, and if it's not, I'm inventing it right now. It's in the dictionary of Aaron. Um, but honestly, like those little characteristics and traits that maybe you don't even think are a thing, like me constantly saying random little interjects when I'm trying to teach something like the dictionary of Aaron, like that's not a strategy that I'm actively thinking about or planning in my asana, but because I've gotten comfortable with just speaking online the exact way that I would speak in real life or the ex- being the exact person that I am, it's all of these little even sometimes to me, unrecognizable nuances that help me to be different to everybody else. You know, there's the big ones like the way that I dress. There's the big ones like how passionate I get and how, you know, people quite often say like how generous I am and all of these things and how much I move my hands, like all of these little things, like they are a part of my brand. But in order for you to create something that is different from what everybody else who's doing the same thing is doing, you have to get comfortable with just being totally unapologetically yourself. When you can get into that state of confidence and you can just show up with all of your little quirks online, that is going to help the people who resonate with that to love you and the people who don't to hate you. And plus, and trust me, that is the position that you want to be in. If you're just appealing to everyone because you're like vanilla ice cream, you're not really going to get anywhere. You're just going to be vanilla ice cream. But when you're so unapologetically yourself, so much so that you piss some people off, but then you you create raging fans, that is what is going to help you boost to your level of success. As an example, like for sure, there's one of my um, clients that I am was in my research. And in the beginning, she was kind of like facts, 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 facts. And that was okay. But it was when she started sharing her story that people really started to resonate with that. And that ultimately helped her to really accelerate when she really started being like, you know what, even though it's scary to share this story, because maybe it makes me look like I'm, I don't know, I failed at something or whatever. There was, uh, you know, multiple different reasons around this. But it was, I wouldn't say it's an embarrassing story, but I, I can see why she was afraid to tell it. But it wasn't until she fully stepped into that owning of her story and being unapologetically herself that she really started to resonate with people. 
You have to get to that state where you are showing up in almost the way that you would just show up when you are the youest version of you. And then the final one. So this is tip number six, I think. I don't know. I forgot to write numbers next to my bullet points. Um, But honestly, the sixth thing is that you just can't be afraid to sell. And I'm not just talking about selling in the terms of conversion, because obviously that's important if you actually want to make money. But really what we're talking about here is becoming known, right? You've got to be okay with tooting your own horn. Like if you don't believe in yourself and your message so much so that you can go out there on say an Instagram story and be like, oh my God, I just created the most epic video. You have to go watch it. Nobody's going to want to watch it, right? If you're just like hoping people for finding this stuff, if you don't know how to become your own hype man, it's going to be really difficult for you to accelerate in your journey to becoming known. You've got to be okay with saying what I've got is of quality and you should go watch it. When you can believe in yourself enough to believe in promoting your own work, that is not only going to help you to take action towards self-promotion, but it's also going to make people actually believe that they should take action, that they should go watch that. Like how much different is it going to be if I was like, hey guys, I've just um, created this really cool course. I think it's pretty good. I don't know. You can definitely go like check it out if you want to. I mean, how much different is that going to be to being like, guys, you don't understand like, exposure is the thing that you need. And if you don't have it, you will not succeed. And I have literally created the most epic course. I am so freaking proud of it. This is like my biggest passion. I honestly just cannot wait to teach you guys exactly how to position yourself as a leader so that people start seeing you as someone they want to buy from. I mean, there's a huge difference, right? Or even if I was just like, hey guys, I, you know, I just created a video today about waking up at 5am. Like you can go watch it if you want. It's pretty good, I think. Oh, I mean, it's okay. I mean, if you want to wake up at 5am, it's up to you. To being like, oh my God, like I have literally been waking up at 5am every single day and it has changed my life and I'm teaching you exactly how to wake up at 5am. And I know like I'm obviously making my voice higher and stronger and lower here, but you can see the difference, right? When you believe in yourself and you believe that your content is good, you will go out there and take action so much more convictedly. Another one of Erin's new dictionary editions. You will take action with so much more conviction. And when you take action with conviction, people will believe you and they will take action as well. All right, guys. So that is it. Those are my six things. And as I said, there are so many more, but hopefully this just introduced you to some of the things that I've been able to identify are the secrets of my six figure clients and friends. If you did want to go deeper on this topic, I would absolutely love for you to check out the in-demand program. If you're listening to this way into the future, then it might not still be in the beta version of it, but it is mainly available on my website. So you can definitely go check that out. I love you all so much. Thank you so much for listening to me today. I've now been speaking literally for three hours. So my voice is getting a little croaky. I hope you don't mind. Um, But either way, I would love for you to reach out to me on Instagram and let me know if this episode helped you or if it resonated, please share it on your stories. And I would absolutely love to see you in the in-demand program as well. All of the information, as I said, will be in the description below. Thank you so much for watching. I do really appreciate your time and I will see you in the next episode. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 